All right, hello, welcome to the Mark and Mark podcast. I'm Mark, except other Mark isn't here. However, we do have a guest today. You want to introduce hello. yourself? Hello, I'm Harmony. I'm Mark's friend from his improv class. Um, I guess tell us about yourself. Like, what makes you like you? Well, I'm a film major, um, but I would cons- and I guess you could call me a film fan, but I'm pretty interested in all kinds of stories, um, both and creating them. Um, I've done a whole lot of things creatively. I've done live theater. I've done writing, both screen and novel writing. Um, I did marching band for three years. Um, I still do a little bit of music. Of course, since I'm a film major, a lot of what I do is for film. All right. Um, we were talking about this like a couple minutes before we started recording, but you said you had a, like, a hair dye um, situation going on like high school? Yes. Um, I had a lot of punk friends and I was generally a pretty nerdy, quiet kid. So my mom decided that I would be allowed to dye my hair just not because it would make a mess. And usually it does. Um, so what we did instead was, um, we were all in marching band, uh, primarily before they did pep rallies. We had a lot of, um, free time to just mess around and we all went into the bathroom. Um, I think three or four girls and started bleaching my hair and then the bell rang to begin. And just as we were leaving, um, a uh, hall monitor walked in and I'm just like, what are you doing? And then another girl came out and she's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Um, so oh, I think we tried to come up with an excuse because there's not a lot of good reasons why you'd be stepping out of a, a bathroom stall to get yeah. your hair. Um, and then we're like, uh, one of my friends was just like, oh, yeah, we were just um, bleaching my friend's hair. And, okay. And you guys are in band, right? Like, yeah. Like, All right, just go back to class. Um, which I will never understand that. Um, but after that, we went back to the band room. Um, there were a good half hour before we had to go to the pep rally. So we started um, rinsing the bleach out this time just with a we had out in the yard in front of everybody. And then we started putting um, the hair dye in. And then basically just as it was all the way in, they're like, oh, we're going to the pep rally. Um, And hair dye typically takes or typically takes about 45 to completely set in before you can wash it out. Yeah. So they split the pep rallies and ask would be able, or the whole school would be able to fit in the gym. 
So the, the first pep rally, I had to dye in my hair, and I had to be very careful not to do anything, or it would end up stained. And then there was about a 10-minute break in between. I had to run into the bathroom and wash it all out. Leaders were in there talking, and they just watched as all the pink spilled. Um, and then I went um, home, and my parents knew. So that was, that was it. Um, I think I asked you to talk about it because I also have my own, like, hair stories. Um, like I said, like, I had, like, about six different styles, I guess, from, mm -hmm. like, like, March of junior year. I, it went from me having, mm -hmm. like, shoulder hair length, um, which... I didn't, I thought it was going to look okay, but... Hard to imagine. Yeah. Um, it's, like, wavy, but it was, like, this one, like, group of strands, like, right mm -hmm. above my right eyebrow that curls. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, two different um, hair, like, styles, or way it grows out. I went from that to, like, having one side shaved, like, Skrillex, mm -hmm. which was an abomination at the time. And then I shaved the other half, like, a week later. Mm -hmm. I went to the barber. And then um, I... There was this one day where I went down to Target because it was, like, down the hill from my school. I went to buy purple hair dye with like bleach yep. and I went home and I asked my mom to help me out and I was surprised that she said yes mm -hmm. because it was just like an out of left field like moment for me right mm -hmm. and then we tried it it didn't turn out purple because I didn't know how hair dye worked. Mm -hmm. It became more like hot pink. And mm -hmm. I didn't have time to like fix that. It was like, it was like 10 at night. Uh -huh. So I went to school for like, I went to school the next day with like, um, pink highlights in my hair. Mm -hmm. And I think the next week I had a trip with like my orchestra class to uh -huh. Mossberry Farm. The week after that, I shaved my head. I was like, this is <laughs> just atrocious. It was like <laughs> an absurd amount of like hairstyles I went through in a month. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to hit the reset button and shave. Yeah, I hairstyles I didn't mess with too much. I did have a friend cut my own hair in the band room once. Um, the same friend that helped me dye it. And cut my own hair for a while um, before I decided to let it grow out. When I moved to um, San Diego, the new band allow unnatural hair colors um, because of the kind of hats that you wear. So I went um, ginger, actually. Oh. See, I think I've 
been almost every color under the sun at this point. Um, you mentioned that we're in improv class together. Um, mm -hmm. Is like theater your major or is it film? I forgot. I am a film major. I do a lot of theater stuff um, just because I like Oh, okay. Um, I went to watch The Good Doctor, I think, in November, like a play for our mm -hmm. school, right? Um, yeah. I still have the program, and it says yeah. that that's like your first play. Is that true? Yes, it was, technically. It's my first play that I auditioned and got into. Um, I... I did do a roadshow once that I came up with the idea with, and I had to do a few bit parts. Um, for what was it? Um, like, I guess, uh, how did it feel to be like a, uh, like a, um, what do you call it? Like a spotlight character for like a week. Like you were like the narrator, I think. And now that was, that was another blonde girl with glasses. I was tolerable. Okay. Um, <laughs> there we did look alike. Um, um, I was Pohatkin and oh, the, okay. Okay. My bad. No problem. Um, so yeah, it wasn't that for me. Oh, okay. I, was, I only had a few lines, but, um, it was something I, um, my freshman year, which is, I think, two years ago now for when they did American Idiot. Oh. And I get in. So that kind of just pointed me to get into the student shorts that year either. So now that I'm back, I, I seem to be doing a little bit better. Ah, okay. Um, I looked at, I think I remember looking at the bulletin in like the hallway. Mm -hmm. It said you had like one of the student plays. Or you written one of the student plays? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, I did enter the student's contest because I had been taking script writing with the um, professor who is just tech as well. And um, I was pretty excited about it. And now it's not happening for the conceivable future. So, um, yeah. Um, like how, like how many plays or like scripts have you written before? I have completed scripts that I've done multiple drafts of. I have two and then I have a longer script that is, draft is completed, but it hasn't be, been rewritten since I finished. Ah, okay. Um, hmm. Like, besides, like, theater and, like, improv, like, what else, like, have you, um, or what, what have you been doing to, like, keep you busy during the, uh, this current situation? Well, I, I play a lot of video games, so that definitely helps. I can't imagine being a person who doesn't, because 
it just I don't know how you'd fill the day at this point. Um, so I've been playing a pretty heavy mix of starter and um, I've been playing some Uncharted Four. Ah, okay. Um, any like shows or movies that you've been like uh, perusing or rewatching? Well, I started watching, seen the first few episodes a few times, but never really got around to watching the whole thing. So I think I'm in the middle of season four right now. Um, I I watched Tiger King. Uh, I like that. Um, as for movies, I finally watched Frozen Two, which I didn't see in theaters. Um, I've been rewatching a few. Disney movies. Um, I watched a documentary called Dear Zachary Letter to a Son or something like that. That was really good. Um, it was recommended by a friend. Um, like During a, a Discord call or Google Hangouts that we had for a class one time, you mentioned or you showed us like your musical like collection. <laughs> um, I guess, what got you into musicals, and why? Favorite musicals? Or not, like, what got you into it, and, like, yeah, you can, like, mention oh, what got me favorite. So, I, I mean, I watched Disney movies, that was probably the first start, but, um, uh, sometime in school, I was, well, actually, there was one before, I watched the animated version of The King and I, um, which is, it's an interesting adaptation. It's not um, a musical that you would probably see adapted for kids. Interesting history. Um, but that was probably my first non-Disney musical. And then after, um, I was at his house and they were watching, I believe, Annie Get Your Gun or The Music Man. Um, and both of my favorites, um, they're the older, um, 50s, 60s movie musicals. And then eventually I've moved on with, like, bootlegs on YouTube. Mm, okay. Um, <clears throat> anything else you want to talk about or anything specific? Like any topics? Um... Or like, what's on well, your mind? Right now, there's someone trumpeting outside, and I don't know why. Um, right now, a lot I'm thinking about is, I guess, with the current situation, avoid um, and periods like these with self isolation have always been hard for me. At some point, found that. Um, being alone can be, um, sort of a trigger for bad feelings to rise up, um, a lot about, I guess, the kinds of art that's going to come good can be found. I've been, um, watching some things about how, um, you know, it's, after the Black Plague, 
was the Renaissance. And I, I have to wonder what's going to be at the end of the tunnel for everything art wise, um, emotion wise. I'm, I'm faring a little bit better because I'm with family, but, um, I do miss my friends a lot. Like the one thing that I think that is positive that's come out of this situation is that, um, it's brought people together, not physically, but like digitally. And we found ways to like communicate. Like right now we're communicating over like discord. It could, Mm -hmm. it could easily be like Google hangouts or, um, any other like conference um, method. Yeah. Um, go on. My, I have a friend group from when I did marching band, um, at the, but the high school and we, I, I think it's funny sometimes because we don't really have that much in common anymore because none of us all have jobs. Uh, not even all of us still go to the, go to Southwestern right now. Um, and it's really hard for us to get together, um, before everything was on lockdown. I had two 21st birthdays to go through, go to give us the time to connect, but I think we've been more connected now because we've been doing discord calls every few days, playing games. Um, and it's been nice to... I think it's actually making me more sociable online, which hasn't always been as easy for me. Yeah, like, I think this situation was, like, a strange callous because, like, some of us in class decided to make, like, this, like, a Discord server for our class. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I don't think most of us would have been in, like, the same group chat if it wasn't for, like, like, a situation like this. Yeah, I'm. I'm still a little bit sad about what happened to the class. It, I will admit, it wasn't always my favorite. It could get a little bit loud for my liking, and sometimes I'd get a little aggravated. Now that we're apart, I think I've gotten a little bit more fonder for everything. I think it's given me more of a chance to get to know people. So. Yeah, no, like, um, like right before this all happened, there was like that improv show that we all, or like most of us went to. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like that was like a pinnacle, I guess, or like where, like, um, things like started to click for me in the class, mm-hmm. and then like right after everything, everything just went down. So I was like, well, now I gotta find a way to be funny or work well together with people over like video calls i i will admit i'm not really used to video and voice calls um i think it's just harder to read other people's body language or when they're going to talk next and i do want to be polite um to talk yeah no like like missing the like the whole yeah, body language thing is like messing with me. It's like, do I talk now or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I'm working with it. I 
I think we'll all be a little bit more um, technologically savvy with at least communication from now because there are a lot of friends I have that I've only known through the internet and not in person. And it's always been kind of awkward keeping those friendships up because you aren't alive. Um, but definitely getting better. You know, like, um, I didn't think of all people that I would be, like, talking to you, like, after this whole thing. Like, um, like. Yeah, I think I might have come off a bit standoffish. Or not so much, but, like, uh, no offense, but you're kind of like a deadpan personality. Like, it's hard to read your, uh, I guess, emotions sometimes. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> Um, well, I do hang out with, or did hang out with in that class. Um, we, we were in the same play together, so that made it a little bit easier. And everyone else I was a little, I guess, apprehensive of, because I already had connections made. I don't need any more, but yeah. I tried to, I'm trying. Like, I feel like personality-wise, at least, we're kind of like polar opposites. Like, um, when, uh, I don't know how much you noticed, but I feel like I've laughed the most, like, if not almost all the time in class. Hmm. No? Or? I don't pay attention who's laughing. Like, in my corner or wherever I've been sitting, I feel like. Um, I've almost died laughing, like, at one point in each class, and, like, I get other people somehow to, like, laugh, and, like, I don't know if it's me just finding, like, um, or if it's, like, me, like, trying to help people by having at least one person laugh, like, in the Yeah, audience. I don't think it's that bad. It's, it does feel good when you can get a few laughs and you feel like you're not floundering up there yeah but i i don't know if it's that or if it's me like just naturally enjoying like the the lulls or like the jokes yeah there's i think there's plenty of funny to be found even if it's not obvious yeah um i think my my biggest problem I've had with improv is just I don't try to be funny, but I feel like if I'm not funny, then like it's embarrassing for me to even be up there. Um. So. Yeah, no, like, um, I've mentioned this in class before. I think like I grew up pretty much watching Whose Line Is it Anyway, and. Like, the one person I feel like I've um, liked the most was Colin Mockery. Mm-hmm. And he does a lot of, like, self-deprecating humor. And I think mm -hmm. that's that's been, like, a staple in me. Like, mm -hmm. he's either usually, like, the female in, like, the joke if there's the option of it. And uh -huh. I feel like, for the most part, when that's happened in class... I'm the one that's taking the the bullet for it. Mm -hmm. 
that you can handle being made fun of, um, especially if you have control over it. Um, for me personally, I think one time I found self-deprecation humor towards myself to be kind of funny, and I'd, I'd use it a lot. But um, I guess it has something to say on, you know, feeling depressed and things like that. And I'm now in a place where I feel like I'm trying to avoid it just because I should be a little bit easier on myself. Um, so that's kind of the place I'm at. Yeah, no, um, like, I feel like I'm one of the few people in our class that's still working. And, like, mm -hmm. at work, when I first started, like, in January, I was kind of, like, um, closed off a bit. Mm -hmm. my coworkers, we're not closed off, but like not as social. Mm -hmm. But ever since like this whole like uh, um, quarantine thing happening and like all like this uh, I guess dread with like customers, mm -hmm. like uh, we've grown a little bit more together and just like trying to make light of what's happening and we try to mm -hmm. joke about um, like joke around each other. Because we realize yeah. it's like uh, we should just like appreciate the good times as opposed to living yeah. out of the dead moments. Yeah, I'm trying to. I think last year when I before I moved to the West Coast again, I was in a pretty dark place. I wasn't. I didn't really have any friends. I'd only lived in the East Coast for about a year, and it wasn't going. Now that moved and I've you know reconnected with a lot of friends that I had before I moved now that I've met a lot of new people through film and theater I've found whenever I'm feeling down which it happens still it's it's still not perfect but I feel like gratitude and being able to find the kernel of good and everything has helped me the most yeah um you mentioned that you moved right um yeah. like where did you originally start off was it like east coast or was it san diego Ooh, it's, a, it's a long story but my my dad joined the navy in 2001 um so when i was two and up until then we lived in oregon which is where i was born um so we moved to port Wenemi, then richmond virginia um, then back to California, but the Ventura County area, then down to San Diego area, then to DC. And then I and myself moved alone back to San Diego. Where, like, where would you say is like your homestead? Like, which is like your place that you call like home? I, I think I'm calling um, my mom's hometown, which is a tiny town in Washington. Um, that's where, you know, I visit every, every, um, every few years. And I, I definitely do feel uh, some kind of connection to the, but I think San Diego overall, the areas, it's where I plan to live and it's where I've already lived a lot of my adult life in. So Okay. Um, like, do you have any questions for me, or should I just keep asking questions? 
Do you have any more questions? Um, I'm. I've been trying to think of questions, like on the on the fly. I guess with your podcast, where do you plan to go from here? Like, I think I've told you a little bit, but um, just for like recording purposes, uh, we started off, or let me backtrack a bit. Like, me and my friends have wanted to do a podcast for like the longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've never really had the drive to do it or the resources to do it or even like the time mm-hmm. to do it. So like now that we've all like gone through college quite a bit and mm-hmm. there's like now, especially with the situation that there's time. Yeah. Like we figured now is like the best time to like capitalize on it. It but is a good time. Yeah. Um. We first started off as, like, just going through, like, um, topics like film. But that was because, like, we didn't have really any good, I guess, topics to really talk about in depth besides film. But Mm -hmm. um, um, my original, like, plan was because, like, I met, like, a guy, like, an older guy in like a wrestling show like back like mm-hmm. a few years back and like long story short is like he was trying to talk to like some like people around where we were sitting but no one was really giving him the time of day so like i mm-hmm. tried to chime in like we hit it off we talked like throughout maybe like three hours like on and off and mm-hmm. i realized that like um, everyone is like a, like a book and mm-hmm. that there are chapters and stories that people, um, have like unique chapters and stories that 99% of the world will like not know. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, um, I wanted to like have a platform for like people to express themselves, I guess and like share their stories and I guess like you're the first person that we're doing this with or I'm doing this with it's an honor um but like a little bit more background on that like during middle school in orchestra we visited like a uh, Mm -hmm. retirement home and like I was astonished that there were people from like World War 2 and like um the vietnam war and like they're talking Mm -hmm. about how like they had those experiences and it's like something that you won't Mm -hmm. read in like a history book because Mm -hmm. it's like their own like stories so like unless you have something to record each and every person it's not gonna make it to like it's not going to have its own place in history, so. Yeah, I get it. Um, so what kind of topics would you plan to cover? Um, Today, or? No, I mean in, in general. Uh, um, <laughs> like, film, like the film episode that we had a couple, like, like a week or two, or yeah, like last week. 
wasn't really like just out of the mm-hmm. field it was because like we wanted to share like our taste i guess mm-hmm. and we figured like everyone has like different tastes so um like we also did tv um mm-hmm. and like i guess with guests we can like ask what like a couple of their favorite movies like tv shows because mm-hmm. like, like it shows like a good character i guess it's like a good way to um show someone's uh characteristics yeah. but not like completely just it gives you a peek yeah I'm, I'm today i guess we could like talk about music all right um, i we can like talk about your like what what or like how has your music taste evolved from like um when you were a kid to like now why well, kid i had a cd player and so most of what i listened to was just cds my mom gave me which was greatest hit um there was a disco one in there somewhere there was the the that thing you do channel and listen to one song on and then eventually i upgraded to an ipod shuffle which i had erase hits uh the top gun soundtrack um, i think that was it and now that i'm grown up i i mean it's just as varied as it used to be um because that's already kind of a hodgepodge um and i still listen to a good portion of that um it's i guess i'm a little bit more indie folk now than i used which was mostly synth pop um, and i do i do get into things pretty fast What was like the last part? You kind of cut off a bit. Into things pretty fast. Um, I've lately I've been able to just sit down with an album and listen to the whole thing all the way through, and then pick out my favorites. Oh, okay. Um, for like me as a kid, I think um, the first CD that I got was like an NSYNC CD. Mm-hmm. And. I guess that was like the basis for my childhood. It went from like NSYNC to like Michael Jackson and um, like some country like Carrie Underwood. Um, but like, I remember like watching as a kid, like during Thanksgiving, um, Mamma Mia. Oh, I love Mamma Mia. And then. All of a sudden, um, like, was it Dancing Queen? Um, mm-hmm. what should we call it? Mama Mia, the song. There's a SOS. Like that's been mm-hmm. like, like a staple in like my family's like karaoke nights. So like every year since then, I feel yeah, like I've heard those three songs mainly. Um, <laughs> I guess, like, through, like, 
high school um i've started more with like hip-hop and like rap Mm-hmm. because um i like people around me Yeah. and then as i got like spotify i think i tried to verge out into more genres Mm like hmm one of the one of the ones i think that most people don't get is like a country and like luke combs and like florida Mm georgia hmm line and like a johnny cash i feel like i've had like on repeat for a while um i'm sure it shows on like my discord status like what i'm listening to It says you're listening to spot, um, but it, I have to click on it to know what you're listening yeah to. and like a lot of time it's gonna be either country or like some sort of broadway or um i guess the top hits of today because like my coworkers only listen to that like like, like blueberry fago and like all those um viral hits i mean that's pretty much it like So, like TikTok songs. oh speaking of tiktok I love TikTok songs. oh my god okay going back to that improv show Uh huh. i was like maybe six shots of like whiskey in luckily i had a carpool Oh. but like i remember it was either you um michelle or like sam that mentioned um no it was you right that mentioned like that we had like a tiktok assignment Yeah. i i i think i started to freak out and i was like no this is not happening and i turned to gus and like almost every five minutes i kept asking him is this is this did i hear that right did <laughs> it's i not that bad. no it's not that bad but like i think because i was inebriated i like Hello. wasn't sure what i heard Yeah, happened was Michelle was sitting next to me while I was on my phone during intermission, and I was on Discord. But she said, "Talk," and I said, "No." She's like, "Will you tell me what TikTok is?" And so I tried to explain her to her. She's like, "Oh, we should do that for an improv assignment." I was like, "I guess that would work," and then you know, you know the rest. I, how would it have worked? Because you have to plan it out at some point, right? I do have a TikTok. I know how to make them, but like, it's what people think TikToks are, they actually are, is pretty like different. Like, people think TikToks are like the dancing videos um, people will see or videos, whereas most of the stuff I watch and make are like skit kind of things, which is, you know, not improv at all. Um, You know, Or like like, videos I, of cats. I figured it was, like, skits, yeah. Like, I asked you, it was, like, is it going to be dancing or is it going to be, like, narrative type thing? It can be anything you want. It's literally just having a video camera on you. <laughs> sometimes with music, sometimes with effects. I, I, I didn't. I, I was freaking out a little bit as well, just because I was like, I have no idea what we would possibly do. Um. Like, the only, like, 
I think I'm going to, like, um... Well, I mean... about saying this, but, like, the one dance that I feel like I've seen a lot was, like, the one where it's, um, MC Hammer, and it's, like, kind of like a remix. Mm-hmm. And that's... I... I... I think, like, a couple of days ago, I, I finally, after, like, two years of, like, not wanting TikTok, I downloaded it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's this wrestler that I, um follow and like he has a tiktok mm-hmm. and i saw him do it and i was like well I, I guess it's not that bad but it's it's not it's the thing about tiktok is that it's really good with an algorithm so once you start liking things eventually your feed things that you would like ah, so okay. i get i get like art videos sometimes i get like sewing videos or music videos it's embarrassing as people think it is um although being if you are over the age of like 18 or like just starting college you will probably feel pretty old because most of the people that are popular on there are like 16 to 18 yeah oh my god um i remember watching like a clip of on like jimmy fallon was like this one girl is it the charlie one yeah the thing about her go on as as she probably is and i have no ill will towards her the dances she comes up with are really sexual and she's like she was 15 getting popular and she's only 16 now i'm like that i don't like that yeah no (laughs) like oh my god when i when i i thought I thought for like the longest time she was maybe 18. But then on Jimmy no. Fallon, she said that she was like 15. I was like, what the shit? Like, why Why are people like, so popular at such a young age? That's, I just, it, make, it not only does it make me feel old, but it makes me feel like half the people that do the dances, which are usually pretty sexualized. Uh, I, I just, that doesn't sit right. But I can't stop them. So, like, there's this. Um, I guess I can call them a boy band or whatever. It's a uh, Broadhampton. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, they have this one song called "Sugar," and I knew about that song before TikTok. Uh-huh. And, and then, and like maybe like three months, four months ago. They had like a music video, um, and then, like people in the comments were like, "Oh my god, I heard this from TikTok." I was like, "What? Like, am I like out of touch with like society at this point?" That I try not to get up in arms about plenty of things that I've liked before they got like really mainstream. But I mean, it doesn't matter how you found it as long as you found it. Or no, I'm not like mad that people found them through tiktok it's more like that you don't get it yeah like that's how you found them like yeah like i'm 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 shocked not (laughs) mad but like i think my first brockhampton song i was it was listening with someone else on like a discord music channel or it was for a playlist for like a fictional thing i like 
Which song was it? Um, I think it was. I have to check. Sunflower. Ah. Uh, it was like sugar. I don't know. My friend likes them. I. I think I'd like them. I just haven't had the chance. Um, I could give you like some songs to like have a feel of who they are. Yeah, I like a little bit more. I do like hip hop sometimes. Um, uh, I don't know. It depends. Like, um, I'm I'm amazed at how many like albums that artists like dropped like this past couple recently? weeks. Recently, yeah. Yeah, I I haven't been listening to anything new. I've been listening to the Hades Town soundtrack. That's a musical. Oh yeah, no, I I did a uh, for Jaeger's like a uh, intro to theater class last semester. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to pick mm-hmm. like a, a production that was currently going on in Broadway. Mm-hmm. And my group did a uh, Hades Town. Yeah, when I when I did. Anastasia. Yeah. I love Hades Town though. I've been it gives me a lot of inspiration. Yeah. Like I think my first Broadway that I saw like a recording of was a The Book of Mormon. Hmm. And like it was junior year and um like, I, I didn't realize how awesome, like, like a Broadway could be. Yeah. The first show I ever saw was Hairspray, but that was community theater. The first show show that I saw was Wicked. Was it, like, a recording, or did you go to the, um... No, that one was at Pantages. I try to, I try to see a bit of community theater and then sometimes tour um, when I can. Yeah. Um. I, I planned on going to watch like Dear Evan Hansen like earlier this year. Mm-hmm. I, I started work and I was like I, don't know when I can like, like which day I could like schedule myself to go watch it. Yeah. But now it's like, I'm going to have to wait a long time before I can watch like a Broadway in person. Have you gone at all to any shows? The only times I went was for like uh, theater class because uh, Jaeger mm-hmm. had, um, I think it was like a production for, it was like a mixtape. It was like an 80s like musical thing. In like mm-hmm. November, I believe, or October. Um, I did Michelle's uh, acting class like last spring. I think I had to watch a couple shows. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I don't think I've gone out of my way. But now I regret not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I usually. Um. I have four younger brothers, and the oldest of those, and my mom, like to go see them together. So that's usually when we end up going. 
like um like my cousin like she lives in france and like i think two years ago three years ago she came to visit and i think it was a, a whenever the time harry potter and the cursed child like the book came out and i heard the book was meh but like um the broadway i heard was like really good because it's one of the more expensive ones Uh huh. like their budget is like through the roof Yeah. I go on I have seen the tour for Cinderella when it was in San Diego, and I saw Anastasia before it left Washington D.C. to go on tour. So. It's it's expensive, but it's fun to see it when you can. I know, like, Um, as I went, for bootleg, mm -hmm. yeah, like, I, I went to New York, like, um, fall of, I believe, 2017 or 2018, and, like, my, it's for, it was for my, um, like, mu like, a, what was it called, music producing class, like, recording Mm arts class in Southwestern. And then, -hmm. like, Yeah, I think I've taken you've taken it before? recording technique. Yeah, with Jay? Yeah. With who? Jay Henry? No, I ended up taking it with a different teacher. Oh, okay. But, um, I know I know he's scary. Yeah. he, he's, he's an acquired taste. I, 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 anytime I've mentioned it, like, to people in, like, my, uh, FTMA classes, They're all like, oh my god, he's like so mean. But then. I think that FTMA people have a uh, higher ego. They tend to go into things thinking they know everything. Like, the best way I can describe him, he's like, uh, Gordon Ramsay. Because, like, he yells because he cares about the craft, right? And, and, like, he cares about you doing it right. Um, but going back to, like, um, why I was talking. Oh, like, we went to New York, I believe, 2017 or 2018. And some of us walked through Times Square. And we saw, like, this huge line for the Lion King. And at the time, I was like, It's it's like three hundred dollar ticket. Like why are people um willing to spend that much? But um after being exposed to it because of like theater, it's like huh, like it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's something that can only be experienced in that that is gone. Yeah, and like legally Yeah, I think I watched Book of Mormon, like, recorded, like, from someone's, like, camcorder in, like, the balcony. mm -hmm. But I still somehow feel like I got the experience. I think my first bootleg I ever watched was Heather's the Musical and then
I saw Amelie Beetlejuice. She loves me. And then a, I think that's it. But there's like a website they're doing, right? Where you're streaming like recordings of Broadway's. Yeah. Um, that does like pro shots, which is when they record it professionally, like they did with them. Like the kind of events that they have at movie theaters. Um, and then there's websites specifically for bootleg, um, which are not the most legal, but I don't know. I, I don't mind. It's, I think that the problem with the, and it's very inaccessible unless you have a ton of money and usually are old. So I think that the more ways that people can see. Or like if they are able to do something like how they recorded Rent like a yeah. years ago. For a long time, you, you could get like DVDs of shows for like 40 bucks, which is a lot, but it's better than never being able to go because it's never, you can never afford it. Yeah. Um, what other things do you want to talk about or can talk about? Um, uh, I'm an open book. Um, oh, like who's your top, like, or a like couple, top couple, um, artists that you've been listening to? That, um, well, it's not recent, but I do. I think I would consider Bustle to be my favorite band. Oh, can you repeat that? Um, the Pompeii people. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, their album I really, um, and it's like post-apocalyptic dance music, which I mean is pretty good for right. Now, um, I listen to quite a bit of Florence the Machine. Um, I listen to a lot of Carly Rae Jepsen, and I she hasn't really come out with that much new music that I've listened. To. I've always been a pretty big Marina and the Diamonds fan. Uh, I remember so long ago when Pompeii was on the radio like almost every like other five songs mm-hmm. I, I feel yeah, like, they... I feel like at, during that time it was almost like Stockholm Syndrome where it was like, <laughs> at, first, I was, like it. at first I was like okay this is a pretty cool song and then like the 10th time it played I was like really like you can't play any other song and I was so like yeah, no, and like I, I, I got a little bit mad, but then like the fortieth time I played, I was like, okay, I'm back with it. This is fine. This is cool. <laughs> yeah, there, I, I own the CDs for I think all of their major albums. Is the first one is Bad Blood, then it's Wild World, and then Doom Days. Yeah. Um, I think. Wow good it's really long compared to the other two it's got like 18 songs whereas um the other two have like 10 to 12 
Yeah. I think like right now, um, my top artists, I feel like they all fall within like a similar genre, but like, um, Frank Ocean, um, Brockhampton, I guess more recently, like Dua Lipa, um, <laughs> especially with that new album, um, was it Future Nostalgia? Uh, uh-huh. The Weeknd. Oh, I like The Weeknd. Like, After Hours is a really, really good album. Um, and there's like Luke Holmes. Like, I, f- for some reason, I think he's one of the better country singers. Like, he just has mm-hmm. like that um, presence. Sorry, my cat came in. Where'd you what's go, your, buddy? What's your cat's name? His name is Steinbeck. He's rubbing himself on all the boxes in the room. Come here, buddy. He's gone now. Oh, okay. It's been nice to be back with him. He, uh, we've been apart for so long. <laughs> so he's been staying with like your family in Virginia? Or... Yeah, I, uh, I run out of room, so I don't have myself, but, um, he's been growing to love me again, because I've been the one feeding him in the morning. Oh, so he has, like, resentment for you for, like, the longest time, like, why aren't you, like, why did you leave? Oh, he, he's latched onto my dad pretty hard, um, because my dad, he's kind of turned into a crazy cat person since I've been gone. And he's usually the one that feeds him. But mom is back. He's finally remembering his alliances. Um, what's what's your opinion on like catnip? I don't give very much to him. Um I usually give him like a little pinch and I don't bother. Because I think I don't know. I think I I made my cat or my cats too reliant on catnip <laughs> um because at first like they weren't like cool with me or like they weren't as cool with me but then when i introduced them to catnip anytime they like they they see me they like run up and then they like they, mm-hmm. they just lie down on the ground as if like they're waiting for catnip <laughs> i'm like yeah I'm like, I turned um, them into druggies. Yeah, my dad kind of wants my cat to be like, you know, Pavlov's cat. Because every time he'd come home from work, he'd give him treats. And now he's working for... Oh. Every time he goes near the treats, my cat, like, jumps up waiting. So. Um. And he's like, why do you keep following me? Um, any other, or, like, topics, or, like, what's, like, what other things have been, like, that you wanted, like, to say or something? Um, I think that's all I've got in my head right now. Hmm. Or, or, um. I guess like the topics that we've had before were like rewatchable movies. I think you did mention mm-hmm. it earlier. 
it's it's been like 40 minutes but um like if you had to like if you're on like a deserted island right and you only could pick mm -hmm. three movies and like three tv shows like what could or what would you pick A lot of the things I rewatch aren't like in line with things that I think are really good. Um, so for movies, I honestly, the Cheetah Girls movies have like something imprinted on my brain because I can just rewatch them over and over again without like. So, I could technically put all three of those on my movies. Um, same for the Descendant ones, except I don't like those. Still can't stop rewatching. Um, as for TV shows, the ones that I rewatch the most, I, I rewatch Criminal Minds a lot, even though I can't say I like it that much at a certain point. Yeah. Um, the Office, I rewatch. Af I rewatch from season four onward because the first three seasons I just don't like very. Um, and then. I used to rewatch Parks and Rec more, but I guess in that place I will probably put Shit's Creek. I heard about that show, but I haven't really delved into it. It's I Have you seen Arrested Development? I think m some of it mainly mm -hmm. the ones with um I think Toby with like the Never Nudes and uh oh, yeah. um most of like Michael Sarah's moments. Yeah. Well, it's almost the same plot. It's about a rich family that like gets and so they lose all their money. Um, but instead of like kind of holding on to whatever they have, they move to um this tiny town there called Shits Creek. So they end up that's like the only asset no one else wanted to buy. And it's kinda it it like, premise-wise, it's almost the same as the rest of development, but I think it's a lot more genuine and heartfelt, like, cozy to um, the characters have positive growth. Um, yeah, I think in the last season, it just is... Um, do you have any, like, things you're watching now that you'd be, like... I can recommend like this for like whoever. Well, I am watching Community. I can say that I like yeah. it. I know that is supposed to be not as good, but I honestly I haven't noticed that much. Um, um, I have been listening to the Magnet, which is a British horror fiction podcast, which starts out as an anthology and is slowly becoming horror story with different arcs and stuff um and it's on its last season starting last thursday so that one i highly recommend like twilight zone warehouse 13 type things oh, okay like, is there like a specific platform it's on or it's on i think pretty much everywhere you watch podcasts i've been listening to it on spotify ah okay um uh, things I would recommend. My, my favorite movie is uh, What We Do in the Shadows by Taika Waititi. Oh, 
it's a mockumentary about vampires who are roommates or flatmates in New Zealand. It's very funny. And there's also... No. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, I, I guess we're at like a point where there's not much to talk about. So I guess we can end it here. All right. Um, yeah, I guess this is the end of the podcast. For Do you now. have a signing off? No, we. I, I've been experimenting, and I absolutely don't know what to do. I just, I, I just usually leave it to like my co-host. Who Do you want me to give it? I can give it a spin. Okay. This has been the best with Mark and not Mark Harmony. Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, have a great you, day. Can you repeat it? Because like the first part cut off. Yeah. This has been the Mark and Mark podcast featuring Mark and not Mark. Um, Thank you for listening and have a great day. All right.